Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Happy New Year. Happy 2016. Fuck off, 2015. That shit was last year. We are here. It is time for... Wait, there's only one show this week. Um, I, I have a question. Is it still a war if no one is fighting? It's a war on, in of in on itself. Okay, then, then, then welcome to the Midweek War! I, I, I had to delay it. I haven't done that in a while. It's, it's a civil war, you could say. <laughs> oh, whose side are you on? Shithead or douchebag? Um, <laughs> and there is a distinction. Um, Alright, so we're here. We're talking about Impact Wrestling for reasons. Because they, they debuted off Hop, and we, we get to talk about them again. And it's... It's it's a new episode, guys. It was a, it was filmed in this year, which is nice. Um, all right, with me is the guy who likes Impact Wrestling for reasons unknown, Antonio Garza. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm doing good, Mike. Uh, I, I'm I'm happy, also happy for our new Overlord, a man that brings trouble, 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 trouble. Spoiler alert. Come on! Well, if you Too didn't late. watch the episode by now, yeah, oh, I, no, hope I, you did. <laughs> I fully, I fully assume that a lot of the people who watch this show watch it because then they do not have to watch Impact. That's fair as well. <laughs> well, I just tell you the the best thing about the show in the first uh, first minute, so <laughs> <laughs> you can decide what's in the real time afterwards. We we really don't bury the lead here. Um, but with us, as always, is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you, sir? Hello. I watch the show and I feel things about it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, we'll get into it. Oh, we will. All right. Um, now, even though it's 2016, we're not going to change up how we do things here. Um, Garza, what is your one word? For the pop debut, kinda, of Impact Wrestling in 2016. Um, my one word is gonna be baggage, <laughs> and we'll talk about that when I get to the bad. <laughs> baggage. Okay. All right. All right. Amen. What is your one word? Okay. <laughs> Just okay. That's a good. That's a that's the biggest improvement that I've seen in Impact. In I mean, since that's like you don't even care anymore. It's like okay. That's okay. I mean, that that's better than than actually bringing bad words out of you. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, my one uh, word for Impact is going to be. Phew. <laughs> I feel you. That, I feel you. That's my. That is my one word. Um. And obviously, Garza kind of spoiled their A, but thank God Ethan Carter won. I oh, mean, so it made this entire tournament completely pointless, but thank God <laughs> Ethan Carter we, won. We spent four months, four months or so, like, like doing this whole thing, and like, he's champ again, and... You know what would be okay. really crazy? If, if Ken Shamrock came out and just won this. <laughs> Time is a time is a flat circle. EC, uh, TNA is a Mobius strip. Anyway, uh, 
Let's go right. to what brought us to dance or whatever. Yes. By the way, um, we will be doing for those of you who watched our first experimental episode about the asylum episodes of TNA, we will be doing that again. Maybe next week. We're not sure. We're not quite sure when yet, but we will be doing it again. We're just trying to find courage to watch another episode. So apparently, apparently, Eamon has already watched. I, I have preemptively watched it. Uh, oh, okay. It's it's a great thought experiment. Eamon, Eamon, was it better or worse than this episode of it? Than, than this episode of Pop, uh, I would. Yeah. S- it's like comp- it's like comparing apples to like really racist homophobic oranges. <laughs> okay. But okay. It, there's be- there's better parts. Too. So I mean, so oranges from Florida. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I apologize, Florida. I love you, but sometimes we have bad your oranges are the worst. Um. All right. So let's let's kick this off, Garza. What was your good from TNA this week? Uh, my good is they went with the right person and the right man won. I, I already said before, EC3 won the whole series. It may feel like it was pointless, but at the end of the day, I'm just happy they went with EC3. Okay. So that's my, my, that's my good. I'm, I can't really say the matches were good because they were not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they were like... They weren't anything special. Yeah, they were standard matches. They, they um, didn't feel like... Like the finals. Yeah, of, like it of, didn't of, feel like Survivor Series where we had a very similar situation. It didn't feel like that. Yeah. And it was just that TNA style of match where it's just like finish our exchanges for no reason. It's just like... Yeah. I, I am glad that EC3 won... Pretty much uh, clean I mean, as not, a sheet. Yeah, clean as a sheet. Like there were not many shenanigans. Uh, so I'll I'll give that a good when it comes mm-hmm. to. Yeah, I was I was actually gonna say that like the fact that Jeff Hardy was the one who initiated it. Like I'm I feel confident in my brother. And the only thing that sucked about it, and I, I won't mention it as a bad because it's just more of an oversight than anything else. Um. The announcers missed a really big point there. Tyrus was very eager to leave the ring. Like, not even a second hesitation. was just like, cool. And that is when a good announcer brings up that Tyrus won a world title match whenever he wants it. I think they forgot that happened. I don't think whenever he wants it, but he's definitely fighting whoever wins. Yeah, but you bring that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You bring that up. Like, like at least have Tyrus say, like, have Josh or Pope say, oh, man, you know how Tyrus, he won that battle, bound for glory. Like, are they just going to forget that? Because I feel like they're just going to forget that. I hope not, because they have a perfect storyline right now with Tyrus having a title shot against his boss. Uh I think that's just a goal. Feud. Oh yeah, this, this Derek Bateman Brothers Clay feud is gonna be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It might lead to um, a reconciliation between Tyrus and Rockstar Spud, and I'm okay with that. Uh, 
I'm I'm fully on board with that. All right, uh, so Eamon, what was your good from this week? Um, it was very hard to pick. Um, but my good's gonna be uh, the specifically the promo from uh, Mike Bennett God. and Maria. Um, I don't. Here's the thing. I don't think Bennett fits in TNA because as much as I like Mike Bennett. He is very similar to a lot of other people in TNA. Mm-hmm. Like, namely their champion. Yeah, and mainly just like every like heel really, and like it just he's just a guy, a white dude in trunks, you know, whatever. Um, but I liked his promo. Uh, he is definitely automatically like the best speaker right now in TNA, even better than EC3 who. I love EC3, but I thought thought he was kind of off, like, in the opening. Um, But, like, I thought he spoke well, which is not something you get a lot from people in DNA. And, yeah, I'm I'm interested, at least, like, you know. He's dressed like a Rondo Estrada, so... (laughs) I think Maria being there helps, too. Are you guys ready for a Maria versus Reddy Sky feud? Oh, don't you fucking dare! (laughs) Don't you fucking dare, Garza! No, it's fucking coming. Oh god, damn it! You're right. They won't keep it in their pants. I, I hope. I hope the child is on the pole. <laughs> Maxwell on a pole match. Yeah. You know That's what's gonna happen. Maxwell's college fund on a pole. <gasps> oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! Garza, Garza, bravo, bravo! I want that as a thing now. I need that as a thing. I really, really do. Because I want to know how much Matt Hardy thinks college is. Uh, <laughs> well, he's from Carolina. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And do you think Matt Hardy went to college? Because I don't. <laughs> All right. Uh, college of Hard Knocks. Yeah, Omega Jeez. University. Yeah, Omega um, University. All right. Um, well, my good thing, uh, I'm going to say the awesome Kong heel turn. Really? Really? No, I, I'm actually going to say that because it was unexpected. I okay. didn't I didn't expect to see that. Do I think it's going to be a good thing in the long run? Fuck no. Come on. <laughs> no, I don't No, I don't at all. Because Awesome Kong is not the most loquacious speaker on the roster. And the dollhouse yeah. needs a mouthpiece. If anything, that should have been Madison Rain turning on Velvet and Gale. Okay. I don't like. I'm sorry. I don't like any of those scenarios. Like, like no, yeah, I know, I, but but my personal opinion is that Madison is the best speaker like, of like the. I get, it, I get it from that perspective, but it also is just like it's just like thro- like, and we'll get to it later with one of the segments on the show. But it's like. Doing something just to do it instead of actually like telling a story with it and, and doing it based off of character motivations. There's no reason Kong should join the dollhouse. Like there isn't. Especially as a boss. Right. Yeah, it's like she's the top leader of the dollhouse. The dollhouse was constructed to defeat Awesome Kong. What? Yeah, and it'd be like if Hulk Hogan suddenly took over the Dungeon of Doom. Pretty much. Yeah, like pretty much. Which, granted. That would have been amazing because it was all his yeah. friends anyway. And if there's, it, it would have been Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling connection. If there's any accurate uh, 
comparison that's ever been done in wrestling. It's comparing the Dungeon of Doom to the Dollhouse, by the way. <laughs> Basically the same thing. So wait, is Jade Shark? <laughs> no, yeah. Jade is... Um, Jade, no, Jade would be Meng. Jade would, Jade would be Meng, I think. Uh, uh, Rebel, Rebel would be, you know, Rebel's, um... uh, Well, Rebel came in late, and, so who's, oh, she'd probably be the Yeti. Maybe she would be the Yeti, yeah. (laughs) Alright, we, we, on a separate podcast, we will dive deeper into this dollhouse versus the Dungeon Doom comparison. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like there's a lot there. Uh, They they both do have some uh, special scenes for their promos, so. I can see the comparisons now. Oh my god, they do have their own special promo room. Yeah, screen to screen, yeah, I can see oh, that. Oh my god. And remember when Kevin Sullivan was taking tips from the master who was only on a video screen? That was Taryn Terrell. <laughs> it's not hot. I've never been here. <laughs> we are through the looking glass, people. All right. Uh God damn it. All right, Garza, what, what, what was your bad this week? Uh, my bad, as I said before, um, it was baggage because I felt that TNA had some baggage that they needed to get rid of. And because of that, I think the show failed to show a lot more than they could have shown. Uh, we, we had to like get rid of the semifinals, so... The opening show of Impact had neither X Division nor tag title uh, matches, and I think not, was, even, not even featuring any of the competitors in those divisions. There yeah, is I mean, a there reason. There's a reason that there was no tag title match. They have no tag teams. I mean, you could have. Apart from the Wolves, name me another TNA tag team. Well, we got a new one, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess that's true. I mean, you could have just put two masks on, I don't know, like two other random guys and just go with a match. But I, I think they failed to show two things that they always claim, like, oh, there's a backbone of TNA, the mm-hmm. exhibition, and they failed to show it. For a yeah. debut episode, there was a lot of talking segments. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, they, It felt odd because they... It seems like they wanted to do a hard reboot, but they couldn't because they had this world title series. Yeah. I still think they could have in ways. Like, I, you know, like, I, I'm sorry, we didn't need Angle coming out. We didn't need, uh, uh, I'm trying to think, like, there was, this felt like they didn't, they didn't do anything with their time, really. Well, I don't know. Like, like, and they also, I think, I think this Friday's pay per view, I think which that's we just found out about. Yeah, which we, I think that's going to be the real hard reboot of TNA. Because supposedly that's going to be live. And oh, and oh boy, does that card look great! Well, it's a, yeah, it's well, a give it a card. chance. I mean, at least they try to build up matches in the show. But mm-hmm. yeah, I agree that next week I think is when we're going to see more of a. Of like the new pop TV impact, it's gonna be the same shit, but it'll feel <laughs> new. <laughs> All right, uh, Amen. What what was your bad this week? Uh, my bad this week is one segment on the show that literally was like 
terrible after terrible after terrible, which was the entire uh, just the entire Bobby Roode Graham match segment stuff. Because it starts with Bram saying that 2006 is going to be his year. Did he say 2006? He did. That's going to be his new gimmick. gimmick. He's going to start calling out uh, Sting and Christian Cage. (laughs) Kurt Angle just figured what's happening. That's that's why Angle was out there. Um, Yeah, so that starts, and then the match wasn't that great. Uh, And then Bobby Roode wins. And and what happens when when Bobby Roode wins? You know, his, his theme music. Plays Eric Young comes out. Well, well, well. Every time Bobby Roode. Hey, does you know what? Eric if there's Young a feud, if there's a feud we haven't seen for a while, it's Bobby Roode versus Eric fucking Young. But uh, uh, before that, uh, uh, Bobby Roode's music played, but <laughs> it wasn't Bobby Roode. <laughs> <laughs> they they spoiled. They spoiled their reveal. Uh-huh. They Somebody played the beer money track before James Zorn even came out. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Like, and I was watching it um, live, and I hadn't been spoiled. I I was watching it, and I just tweeted, did they just play a fucking beer tap open over the mic? I believe, didn't you respond to me, Eamon? Like, yes, they did. Snapper's yeah. just drinking now in the back. Uh, <laughs> but the best part is, that happened, and then to save it, because, oh man, they know how to really, you know, rein this in, Josh Matthews just goes, what? Somebody missed their cue. Uh, Why would you say that? Somebody missed their cue. Why yep. would you say it? Ignore it! Just ignore it. Just ignore it, ignore it, ignore it. Like, like it, it, it was only like a small clip, so like maybe some people didn't pay attention or hear it, but like you. But but that, because you're watching this presumably on DVR, if you didn't hear it, and you hear Josh say, "Oh, someone missed their cue," you're gonna rewind and hear what and that go back was. And listen to it. Oh, they're awful. Um, but yeah, Eric Young comes out. For whatever reason, beats up Bobby Roode. Well, he was angry, you see. For whatever, I don't know. Oh, but sign up my favorite segment of my my other good for this week's impact is after Eric Young lost, him being really mad and beating up a table that was just covered in candy for no reason. <laughs> Eric Young. Not not even like a well put together like catering table. It's just like somebody took a bag of candy and just poured it on top of the table. Like, Eric, Young, Eric Young really is one of the best guys in TNA. Oh, he's something. Um, and then, uh, oh my god, James Storm has returned. It's breaking ground superstar James Storm. James Storm has returned after, wait, wasn't he just in our tournament? Oh, man. It just... <laughs> you, know, and, you know the best thing about his whole return? The promo. Oh, that promo. Oh, uh, and which one? The one in the ring or the, no, the one, one in the, the ring? ring. Okay. No, the one backstage was totally fine. One backstage was totally fine. It, it it was classic beer money. It was good, but the one in the ring where he said, "You know, I didn't like where I was going or what I was doing." Basically, he said, "My gimmick sucked, so I left, and then this company shit on me." And I didn't like that. So, so now I'm back. back. 
Uh huh. He also said that he left four or five months ago. Yes. Which um, and I didn't look this up, but I'm pretty sure James Storm had a match a month ago. Uh, oh no, actually, because he didn't make he didn't make the the group of sixteen. So. But even still, that wasn't that long ago. It, it was two months, if anything. Like, he was just in the tournament. Like, 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 he came back and he didn't even try to put over the fact that he was on TV. The NH and neither did the announcers. They're like, the, does he even work here? This is <laughs> a big. Of course he works here. It was just in your tournament. Yeah. Like you've never said otherwise. Exactly. Like they they never said, oh well, now James Storm didn't make the group of sixteen. He has left the company. They never said that. Uh, and going back to the Awesome Kong thing, like it's the epitome of let's do something. It doesn't matter how we get there. They're like, well, let's just reform beer money. It doesn't matter how we get there. It doesn't matter the motivations because James Storm is literally just like. Man, we used to have fun back when we were a tag team. What do you say we'd be a tag team again? And Bobby Roode's just like, sure. Yeah, and what? And Bobby Roode should have been like, um, I'm a champion. Yeah, I'm a yeah. champion now. I don't yeah, really like, need you. Like, I'm really good as a singles. Like, I literally got rid of Austin Aries for this. Now, like, now, that, now, I mean, now if you it. did that, I was gonna say if you did that, and Bobby did said that, and it was like. I got my own thing right now, dude. I don't really need you. Like, sorry. And they played up on the fact that, like, James Storm kind of fell from grace, so to speak, and, you know, that's kind of a cool story. You know what I mean? But, like, they, and, and, they and, and then, you, and then you tell that. And then you tell that over the next few months. But instead, they're just like, let's just reform beer money. Why not? Like, they were in a blood feud. Like, several. Several blood feuds. <laughs> Several blood feuds. And, like, and, and James Storm's just like, just James Storm giving him a beer. It's like, we're back together. So stupid. That's powerful. Let me, Eamon, Eamon, I know you're used to drinking, you're new to drinking alcohol. Uh, that is how you resolve any conflict. Yeah. All conflict. All <laughs> conflicts, as long as you hand your blood rival one free beer, everything is forgiven. And, and it's just... It's just sad. And look, like, if James Storm is making more money right now by being a part of TNA, good for him. But, fuck. I, like, I almost made my lower third. Sorry about your damn choices. Like, this <laughs> is only... I, I wonder. I, I wa this is me just speculating. If James Storm heard about the news with AJ Styles, like, the second he rolled into the TNA parking lot. Yeah. And, like, he was just looking at his phone, looking at Twitter, like... Um. Like, this is... This is... Like, this is Alberto Del Rio returning to WWE levels of awkwardness, where it's just, like... I went off to the bigger promotion, and my old promotion that I was, like, the, st like the stalwart for buried me as I was leaving. But now I'm back... And everything's fine, you know. It's it's fine, and I'm I'm like I'm glad to be back. This is where I want to be. I'm really glad to be back. Like, are either of you fans of Arrested Development? Yeah, somewhat. Yeah. Like, I just want to pan in James Storm, and like you hear Michael Bluth over in his head, like, 
I just made a horrible mistake. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking... Like, this is so sad. It's a shame, because I was really excited to see what James Storm was going to do on NXT. <sighs> I was really excited, and now I don't care what he does in TNA again. Beer Money's going to be great or something. But yeah, Beer, it's like, beer Money vs. the Wolves, you guys. By the way, best of 100 series. By the way, I don't know the actual numbers of this. I'm going to look it up after I ask the question. Who do you think has more tag team title runs? Beer (laughs) Money or the Wolves? Legitimate Uh, question. Probably at the same point right now. I think think the Wolves are at like four. I think the Wolves are at like four or something. I think yeah. so. And I'm pretty sure like, Beer Money's around the same number. I think Beer Money only had like two title reigns. Possibly. But yeah, it's just... Okay, uh, so it's... the Wolves are five-time... Jesus! That's, that's what I was saying. I'm like, They've I only been know. around for like maybe two years. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. And, and Beer Money, let's see how many do they have. They have, uh, where is it? TNA Tag Team Jam. Four times. So the Wolves have more Tag Team Kyle Reigns than Beer Money. Uh, and Beer Money, they have, Beer Money's been together for, let's see. Probably like four or five years or something. Oh, yeah. But like five title from, reigns from 2008 to 2011. Jesus Christ, five title reigns. Uh-huh. It, it's because they started. Everyone started getting injured at that time. No, it's because Jeff Hardy can't travel abroad. <laughs> that's no, the remember, real. No, that's the real reason. The first was a lot of be- titles because first uh, I think Baby got injured, then later on Eddie got injured, and then oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they had to put the titles back in them because Hardy got injured. Hardy did not get injured. I mean, he's injured. No, 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 no. The first time, the first time, Jeff Hardy was not injured. Jeff Hardy could not travel to England. I feel like Jeff Hardy's just in a state of injury, though, like, all the time. Well, I mean, that's what drug addicts are, Amy. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, just, yeah, moving on from that, yeah, it was bad. Like, I whatever. All right, and uh, speaking of Hardys, we'll, we'll go to my bad. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Mrs. Hardy. <laughs> so that 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 part, whole Hardy family is oh like uh, all right. A sign. You know it's you know it's bad when I think the Hardy that looked the best on a given program isn't even the baby. <laughs> the baby, it's, like I said, the baby didn't want to be there. Well, I mean, I don't blame the baby. I don't believe it. Like, I don't believe... Not complete side note. I don't believe that that's Matt's baby. Like, I think they, I think they, brought, in, I think they brought in a prop baby. Uh, oh, my God. Because, like, Amen, like that, backstage, that, that backstage promo where Matt was, like, interacting with, with his son or whatever, like, I don't buy it at all. <laughs> well, I don't... I don't think that's his baby. Eamon, please, please change your lower third to prop baby right now. Prop baby. <laughs> prop baby. Oh, oh my god. But um, so Jeff Hardy comes out and says that 
EC3 and match, you have a real one-on-one -on -one battle, no Jeff, no Tyrus, no nothing. And, and everyone's cool with it, eventually. Uh, <laughs> Ethan's like, oh, alright, but... But then Ethan wins! Clean as a whistle! Like, no shenanigans, nothing. Mm. Again, EC3's undefeated. And untied and all that stuff. And then Matt Hardy, the sorest fucking loser in the building. Like, he almost hit his wife. <laughs> while holding his baby. While holding his baby. First of all, that baby's up too late. That baby should already be in a crib. I'm sorry. It's 11 o'clock. Second of all, why would you come out... Like, as Rebby, who has wrestling experience, why would you come out to a ringside area with your baby? Well, no, I, I'm Have okay someone with that. I'm okay with that, because they they were expecting a celebration. I'm I'm okay with that. They are expecting the same shit they got about for glory. Fine. Whatever. Once Matt loses, though, why do you go out there? Yeah. And then you give the evilest fucking look to EC3, and you even tweet about it? And then put really sassy music over the top of it? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry your husband's a loser and lost fair and square. Well, and this just goes back to the ultimate underlying point that almost... I always come to a TNA. Ethan Carter's the face. <laughs> Here's the thing. It feels like a heel turn. It feels like Matt Hardy was the turning heel. If I yeah. know TNA, if I know TNA, that's not what happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly my point. I think that was just Rebby Hardy or Rebby Sky or Sky Hard or whatever she wants to call herself. I think that was just her legitimately upset that Matt didn't win. Like, Honey, it's a work. Well, also, it's work. So, like, like if you were playing to Bound for Glory, Ethan Carter got legitimately screwed out there. Yes. And and, and he got mad and pushed uh, whatever the executive producer guy or whatever. John And Dixie gave him so much crap for that, saying it's not professional, whatever. Well, Matt Hardy loses clean. To, to Dixie's in, point. To Dixie's point, she was absolutely right about that. Ethan, Ethan pushing over like like the the officials or whatever in TNA over the that was unprofessional, but everything Dixie did before that was horribly unbalanced against EC3. And then this comes around. Matt Hardy legitimately loses clean again, again. Let me point this out again because EC3 beat Matt in Full Metal Mayhem without Tyrus. Yeah. And and Matt Hardy legitimately throws a fit. Like he's on the ground, like like like, stamping, like, like a child. Like Christian in two thousand eight level tantrums. Yeah. <laughs> and like, but watch him. Like I'm saying, this is set up like it's supposed to be like a heel turn. In any other realm, this would be a heel turn. But watch, just watch them be like, well, Matt Hardy, you know, deserves another shot. Matt Hardy's still the good guy. Watch that happen. Of it's, course. Um, the, well, the other yeah, thing that I will say that they're probably gonna just gonna play it out like the typical John Cena, where he's really pissed off, like lost, but the next show, like, oh well, he's better than me. Yeah, but that's the other thing, Mike. When you mentioned like the whole thing with Rebby, like 
they do that and they get to the top of the ramp and then Rebby whispers something in Matt's ear and then Matt pulls Matt pulls a look where he kind of is like interested in what she just said. And it's like you know what Rebby just said, right? We need to bring back Omega. <laughs> and we're gonna. I'm. I'm. You think I'm joking? I am not. I am categorically not joking. I said it like two seconds ago as a joke, but as soon as I clicked in my brain, that's exactly what happened with Karen Jarrett and Jeff Jarrett. Mm. And we've already established that Shane Helms wants the X Division title. Yeah. Have we established that? Yeah, we did. Bound for Glory. Bound for Glory. Uh, Shane Helms came out and uh, I, I, had the interaction with TJ. I, 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 I think it was a fever dream. I don't think that happened. <laughs> fever dream. They didn't mention it once. I'm they haven't mentioned you, it once in the last four months. You want to know who the next heel team in TNA is going to be? Jeff Hardy and Shannon Moore. Oh, yeah. I'm down for that. God, I miss Aaron Moore. God <laughs> damn it, Garza. I'm trying to think of the worst case scenario here. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> no, but I... Uh, it just, I, I just don't. Like, I don't ever want to see a Hardy on my television again. Not ever. Not unless they're being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Even then. No, no, no. Then... Because I want to see Edge and Christian induct them. <laughs> I'm sure Matt, show, Matt will show up with his real baby then. The prop <laughs> baby. Prop baby. Oh, God, I love it. All right, um, so obviously there's no ranking this week. Uh, oh, oh, did you have a change? We got a change. Oh, right, change. God, I forgot yeah. how to do I forgot how to do this. All right, uh. Garza, what would you change about Impact this week? Uh, I mean, the EC wants to just say that cut a bunch of stuff in the next division match in there, but what I really want to change is that they should have just gone clean slay with the knockout division and completely destroy the, the dollhouse because without mm -hmm. Turner, there's no dollhouse. Like, that's yeah. not good. So Rebel is nothing uh, and when it comes to microphone and wrestling. Like, like, and you even could have done something where Rebel comes out and was like, "Yay, aren't you guys glad the Dollhouse is back?" And Jade and um, Marty. and Marty are just like, "Uh, no." Yeah, no. And then, and then they actually become wrestlers. To to be honest, like, not even that. Like, this is a, this is one of the the things that I I would have been perfectly okay with TNA just completely ignoring the fact that there's a history. Just like bring Jade alone by herself and be fucking Mia Jim and start kicking shit out. Yeah, yeah. Now in, now instead of Mia getting lost with, behind three people, she's lost behind four. So yeah. And I mean, technically, yeah. because Pope and Josh are on commentary, they'll make a five-person joke because Kong is large. Oh right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. I will say though, um, one of the. And it actually made me somewhat excited for the match. I liked the beautiful people backstage promo. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Where Angelina Love broke kayfabe. Yeah, I, no, really I, I love that. Like, I, I, I'm like, oh, they, they, like, they actually seemed like a cohesive, like, they seemed like the good version of the beautiful people. And then Velvet gets in the ring, and, you know, and rubs your butt on stuff. You'll start to fall off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, I, I, it was a good promo. Also, I just don't get, like, because 
in the like online stuff for like this week's impact, they advertise that it's the beautiful people versus the dollhouse. And they put Angelina in the promo photos and make it seem like she's wrestling. Yeah. Like <laughs> Like they didn't say like, oh, it's Velvet Mazin and then a mystery partner. Like they're that, that would have made no sense. If you don't know that this she's woman pregnant, pregnant though, but yeah, no one but knows. If you don't know that, if you don't know that, like I honestly think, I, you know, it's funny when I saw that because I saw that promo picture beforehand. I'm like, have they really been off air so long that Angelia's already had the kid and can come yeah. to the I legitimately thought that for a second. And I'm like, well, I don't know. As possible. a couple, as I a I don't exactly you, know how calendars work, but as it's a company, like like you should know like. Oh, one of our employees is pregnant. They can't perform. Like, but I no, I no, no, no. TNA knew the fans did it. Yeah, the exactly. Did it but that's their way of that's their way of writing off Angelina. Yeah, and they they showed it off. But I think that's the the best thing that she like showed off. Hey, I'm pregnant, but we have a backup. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I was totally fine with that. It would have been better than them just ignoring it completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if oh, you just oh, had oh, Maddie oh. and Angel, uh, Maddie and Velvet come out, everyone would be like, "Where is Angelina?" You know, yeah. or, or bringing back the- Lazy Bon Eric. That, that <laughs> 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 oh, oh God, that just reminded me of that Lacey Bon Eric POV wrestling video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, speaking of horrible things, Eamon, what horrible thing would you change from TNA? Oh, cut the angle segment. The angle segment? The, yeah, cut the angle segment, put in the X Division thing. I, okay. one, one, I just don't care. And also, like, the the angle segment also produced, like, I, okay, I kind of, I mean, I like Jesse Goddard's. His promo was terrible. Mm-hmm. His mic work is terrible. He needs improvement. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's cut good promos. He's cut good promos. That just happened to not be one of them. He just didn't like. It's just his pacing of how he talks and like. He, it felt like he was just rambling on, and then Eli Drake just interrupted him. Like he was. It was almost like he was supposed to say something. I have Eli interrupt him, and they're like, "He's not getting to his point." Let's just play his music. Like, and then Eli Drake. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> hey, wait, Amen, Amen. You're not saying I'm that not, correctly. I'm, I don't. I don't care. I don't care. All right. Terrible, and he's got like a slingshot on his chest. I don't get why. It's because he's He-Man. Ugh. I I will say, um, I, it was nice not to see Mahabali Shira. Oh yeah. Do we think he's gone? Hell no, because he's got a he's got a big match on the pay per view. Wait. Oh, all right. I clearly didn't look at this whole pay per view card. Oh, we'll, did you, you didn't we'll see, go you into didn't, it. Yeah. You didn't see the card. No, no. All right, we'll talk about the card after I do uh, my change. All right, bring, bring up the card so we can talk about it. Anyway. It's four matches. I, I, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, my my change is going to be... Kurt should just leave. <laughs> no, he, he's working on it. <laughs> I'm going to... No. I'm, I'm stepping away, but I'm going to wrestle some more. It's like, just leave. Just, just, just fucking go. Like, at this point, it's... I thought the match with Eric Young like, was supposed to be like Kurt. Yeah, exactly, exactly. My because it takes away from that. It takes away from that, and I'm pretty sure no one wants to see Kurt Angle versus Drew McIntyre from SmackDown in 2008. I actually kind of do. 
to be honest. I like Tim Galloway, but like but, still. But uh, TNA does too many respect matches. They do too many of them. You right. can only do that so. There's no story. There's no story here. There was literally. The story is like, hey, uh, there's a few guys I want to get in the ring with before I leave. Like, that's not a story. That's a make a wish. <laughs> I mean, if it's a, if it's a farewell tour, you don't really need a story. But oh, bullshit! No, you don't, I mean, bullshit! If you it's a farewell tour, you need the story. It That's demands the story. Ric Flair's retirement tour in WWE was one of the best things he's ever done because Vince McMahon stated, "If you lose a match, that is your last match." It put a sense of urgency into everything Ric Flair did. This has no consequences at all. Well, this well, is well, this is just Kurt looking down the roster and like, eh, let's see who haven't I beaten. Fuck him, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. That's all it is. It's a shopping list for Kurt Angle. By the way, we'll we'll get to that as well in the, in the, the pay-per-view. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a goddamn shopping list, and it's horrible. Like, if you're going to have Kurt Angle versus Drew Galloway, which is a bigger deal, build it up. <laughs> build it up for a goddamn reason. Like... There's no reason other than, oh, Kurt, I'm, I'm honored to share the ring with you. Like, okay, you're sharing the ring with him now. I'm pretty sure that Galloway and Angle have been in some kind of match together at some point in their careers. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. It's like, give me a reason to care about Kurt Angle leaving TNA other than, Kurt Angle is leaving TNA because he heard John Cena got injured and he wants that mania paycheck, motherfucker. Oh, man. Uh, um, yeah, so was that your change? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Kurt Angle should just go away. Yeah. He's already in the TNA Hall of Fame. He has nothing else to do. Okay, so let's talk about the four star-studded matches for this, this pay-per-view. There's five matches. Is there five? Yeah. Also, is the four that's on the website. But um, yeah, you can never go by a TNA website. I trust Wikipedia. By the way, they re-edited the website and it looks awful. It's so yeah. hard to navigate. So the website doesn't pop. Oh fuck no! It actually, kind of does because there's now like a huge video when you start it. Yeah, it's like just yeah, and it's like you click on some aspects and it takes you back to the old website. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a WordPress like just template. Yeah, pretty much. Um. So the ones I saw was there's a six-woman gauntlet match, I guess, for a title shot for the Knockouts title. Yes. But, with, yeah. with Velvet Madison, Kong, and the Dollhouse. Oh, God. If if this ends up Kong versus Gale again... <laughs> what do you fuck think this, they're going to do? Fuck this they're, entire company. They're going to beat that dead horse into the ground forever. Like... That's one good thing you did with your women, like, forever ago. And what happened to them being world title contenders? Uh, well, we we're never going to mention are, that again, are we? We already, we already talked about that. Fucking garbage. Yeah. Um, then we have uh, Lashley, one-on-one -on -one with Tyrus. That one makes sense. Okay, yeah, I'm okay with that. That's fair. That's uh, the only match that makes sense. <laughs> we also get uh, uh, Aiden O'Shea... 
he's still a thing, versus Mahabali Shira. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. That... <laughs> Honestly, I would take all the push that is behind Shira and put it to Aiden O'Shea, because I think Aiden O'Shea has so much potential. I would, Does too. He... I, I he... love his gimmick. He's got more than Shira. Yeah. Let's be real about that. I'll give you that, yeah. Uh, and then we spoke... I guess there are tag teams still. Uh, the Wolves defend the tag team titles against Jesse Gutters and Eli Drake and Kurt Angle and Drew Gallows. Wait, that shit's a title match? Yep. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. TNAs. That's going to be their story. They're going to mm-hmm. give Kurt one last tag title run. And they're. No. Garza. Look, look! Look me in the eye. This is TNA. <laughs> this is TNA. They're going to give Kurt his farewell tour as a tag team champion, and then he's going to lose to Beer Money on the way out. And and what's... That, because why is Kurt Angle leaving? So he can have more beer and more money. <laughs> to, to, to be honest. Uh... Since the Wolves don't really have any much competition, I'd be okay with that. Like, fuck you. Yeah, whatever. I didn't know that was a tag title match. That's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> the match you're missing is Beer Money versus Bram and Young. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I did hear that. That was set up in the show here. Yeah. But I'm. Throwing, throwing cards. Yeah. So, um, do we think we're going to get a world title match on the show? I, I don't know, but I think we should. Because it's only six matches. I I think we get um a rematch with EC3 and Matt Hardy. Again? No, but I think this time Michael Bennett interferes and causes Matt to lose. Maybe. I, I, I think that's where we're going with this because uh, sadly, you're right, Eamon. We are going to get Maria versus Rebby Hardy or Sky Hard or whatever. Why didn't they name their kids Sky Hard? <laughs> that would be a great name for a kid. God. I do like the name. <laughs> right? It's not bad. It's Sky. better than Maxel. Yeah. Maxel sounds like a brand of cassette tape that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Alright, uh... uh so, so before before we sign off, what did you guys think about the overall presentation on Pop? Okay, uh, <laughs> I think the the show looks the same, but I I'm liking like all the promos are doing. If, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, like design wise, I'm liking what they're doing, but I mean the show itself looks the same. I. I I, I don't know if Pope and that Dweeb is going to stay live. I don't know. Oh, no. They're I, not like, s- some part of me says I don't want to, but the other part of me says they should. So I, I'm 50-50 on that. And part of me says Josh should go, and part of me says Pope should go. I mean, part, part of me reboot <laughs> the fucking announce team. Part of me yeah. says it should just be a mute show. 
with, with like scorecards. <laughs> yeah, neither man should be on a booth. You know who would provide better commentary? Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> yeah, I. But it's to me, it's it's impact on Destination America, but instead of advertising like like exorcism shows, now they're advertising shows like Shit's Creek or whatever. Oh. And, can and, we talk and, about and, and the world's easiest game show or something? I'm really so excited. Can we talk about a five-minute preview right before the main event? <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? <laughs> if there's a better lead into a Matt Hardy match, I haven't seen it. <laughs> no, no, no. If there's a better lead that's something called shit, Crick. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Hardy. Just started promoting it, and Pope's like, wait, what did you just say? Like... Like, yeah, literally... like, Pope didn't know what the name of the fucking show was. <laughs> like, obviously, it's shit, S-C-H-I-D-T, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But TNA is promoting a show called Shit's Creek. Also, what is... That could have been a stable in TNA at some point, let's like, be honest. Like, Dixie's... That, that might be where Willow is billed from. Also, I just love that, like, Dixie's opening promo, where she was like, we moved from Pop TV because for many reasons, but because it was a network specifically designed for each and every one of you. <laughs> Wait, what? I mean... I, I, I'm so excited to see Michael Ian Black on Impact next week. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> to be fair, I would be totally down for Michael Ian Black on Impact next week. I'd be uh, absolutely down for that. Um, yeah. I thought the presentation was alright. Um, except one little thing. Right at the start of the show. Um, guys, did, did you happen to see what city Impact was in? Did you happen to catch that? They were, they were in Bethlehem. No, yeah. no, 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 no. No, they weren't. You'd think they would because they even promoted a guy calling himself the Miracle in Bethlehem as a joke for Christians. But no, they're in the city of Bethlehem. Ham. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, the typo. They spelled yeah. the name of the city they're in incorrectly. Yeah. This, yeah, this, is, this is something that should never happen on a broadcast, especially not within the first two minutes of your debut on a new network, which, incidentally, I didn't get to finish watching on the new network because the network lost power here. I had to finish watching it on the website. So, so I know, so I know, speaking of like that being two minutes into the opening, uh, they also have a really long opening, like a too long opening, mm -hmm. just well, because it's got Billy Corner's music in it. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense that they had to show the full song at least once. No, uh, no, they don't. They don't have like a full. Have you ever intro. heard this? Have you ever heard the second verse to any of the Raw theme songs? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, like, separately, yeah. But no, I, no, what I mean is, like, they don't have, like, a full Raw opening video, and then they show, like, the abridged one. Like, they used to do that back in the day. Back in the day, they used to do that, but that was, like, back in 1997. But, like, yeah, it's... Yeah, it was way too long. I don't like the new production. It's very, it's very like, it's... It's just Destination Erica, but, like, slightly slimmed down because, like, they don't have, like, the weird, like, old 1997 Thunder entrance anymore. They got, like, the just a screen. 
Like, I didn't mind that though. I, 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 didn't, I didn't mind it either. But like, I didn't mind that. I thought I thought it actually looked pretty good. It's just like, like, it's TNA's been so like month after month, year after year, it's just been slimmed down and down more and more. Like, like they're big. They're big. Like, oh, this is our debut show, and the like. Most of the arena was blacked out. Like, like it looked like they were wrestling in front of a garage. Like, like, just like size of the building wise. Like, it looked like they were in like a like an indie venue. Well, they were in a casino. Yeah, but I don't know. It just it felt like there were like a, maybe a hundred people in there. You know, like. Well, they probably were. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's probably pretty accurate. But um, all right. So I mean, I don't know how many tapings that they've done already, but they did tapings today. Okay. Well, I I, I mean, we're not gonna spoil anything, obviously. Yeah, I don't know anything. But um, yeah. So I think uh, for that for this week, um, it's pretty much it for the mid week war. Oh, actually, before we sign <laughs> off, god damn it! Seriously. It's 2016. I'm fucking up all over the place. I apologize, guys. Uh, Garza, where can the people on the internet find you? You can find me at DW Revolution for Twitter, and you can find me at DWrestlingRevolution.com. All right, and Eamon, where can the good people find you and a much better company in Inspire Pro Wrestling? Oh, thank you. Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Eamon2Please, and you can follow Inspire Pro at Inspire Pro Res. And we have our next event next Sunday in Austin, Texas, so now, be sure to check us out. Now, Eamon, will there be any stunt babies at your next show? You know, uh, we'll have to. Uh, we'll, you'll have to see. <laughs> we, we don't like to. We don't like to deal out all those surprises. Just Eamon, oh, yeah. Eamon, give us give us the news. Did you just book Snixky for Inspire Pro Wrestling? Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish so badly. <laughs> at least that's the one thing TNA had. Like. He may has the advantage on prop babies. At least they have like a live baby. It's just my bad Hardy's baby. <laughs> and uh, no, I'm not even gonna say that. Yeah, let's not do that. I, I, I was gonna say something else. I'm not going to. It was too horrible. Uh, you can find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine. I might tweet my comment there. I haven't decided yet. Uh, you can also find all of us on the Wrestling Mayhem Show proper every Tuesday night. Uh, we are back with a vengeance. Over 500 episodes strong, and I heard a rumor that we might be starting Mayhem Mania a little early this year. So, um, if you enjoyed Mayhem Mania last year, and I know we all did, this year's going to be even nuts, even more insane, because there's rumors of New Japan people and all that stuff, and now the Royal Rumble winner's going to be a champion. It's going to be a lot of crazy shit. But, um, yeah, so for Eamon, for Antonio Garza, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been, once again, your Midweek War!